Hey everybody, this is Soph. This is Rich. <laughs> we are from across the pond. What's going on? What is going on? I feel like we don't spend the whole weekend together. I know, right? Wasn't <laughs> wasn't Saturday live on Instagram a, a mood? I mean, a oh my god, you got the best of us. I kid you not. I got a little emotional. We did some poetry reading. We well, did some did. laughing, and I tell you right now, we did some serious laughing. And we did some um, some rubbing shoulders with our fans. Yes, we did some. We did some Q and A with some fans. The fans got for people who missed it. We do an Instagram live once a month. Mm-hmm. Last month, so you would think it was every two months, but last month I had prior issues, so I had to cancel. <laughs> but this one we came in with a bang and what we decided to do was collectively what we decided to do was promote my first book reflections uh promote it for 10 bucks and, and i'm just also- to say that we've actually i didn't tell you this but decided to run the offer for actually 24 hours so anybody who is watching this sunday show if you message us on Instagram, on Facebook, or personally, if you know us on a personal level and message us personally, or if you want to email us or message on the bottom of the show, you we will send you the details. You can order Richie's book for $10 one-time offer. One-time offer. And we, back to what she said, one-time offer for 24 hours. That's how much fun we had uh, yesterday on Instagram Live. And uh, it was just going to be an offer while we were on the live, but we've had so many people message and say, yo, I want to buy the book. So we thought, <laughs> you know what? Let's roll it out for 24 hours. Yes. And so we had some interaction with the our, our fans, our faithful and loving fans. Uh, they got the chance to pick a number from six to 67. And whatever number they picked, I read it straight out the book. Yeah, we had 88 Ski, uh, Big Beat 76, my mom, my mom come onto the live. The dude was on the live. The dude dude came at the last minute. Fiona came on. Fox was was on the live. Salty Crutch was on the live. It was a vibe. Oh, my God. The celebrity himself, Knox Music Official, slid in. Yeah, Official Tissue came in. Ah. It was a good time. It was a vibe. Yeah, it was a vibe. But you know what? We did give shout outs to some people who would have probably was probably skeptical because I I, I canceled last month. They probably was like, oh, well, he probably ain't going to be, this ain't going to be consistent. Nope. One time. Well, you know what I thought about? If you, if you have, because you know me, I'm always down. If you ever cancel again, I'm just going to wing it and do it by myself. Yeah, because we, like I told her, she, uh, my 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 hostess with the mostest hair has been doing a lot of traveling this week, and I told her just be careful because guess what? I'm not replacing her at all. Something were to happen, God forbid. Guess what? She will be doing it from the hospital bed. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Even if I got to do it on my phone, you know us, we're there. We will yeah. we will we will be doing this faithfully together till we're old and gray. Well, I'll probably be old and gray before she is. Listen, Friday show. 
let's not get it <laughs> twisted. Friday's show, I'm not going to lie, I did 10 hours of driving, but I mm. still did the show. Yeah, and on someone's on someone's floor. <laughs> See, we're not going to give up heights here, but this little this young lady right here, she will do it wherever. On the floor, sitting on a stack of phone books. She is. You know there. what I mean? I'm there. <laughs> so, how was your weekend? Josie, so we I got my son back. Oh, Albatross. Albatross is back. I got in the to building. see him briefly, people. He is adorable. I got to see him briefly because I kind of miss him too. Back Red in the building him. where he belongs. Yeah, he's like a little mascot for the show. Let's just say that. Um, it has been blazing squad. Weather, weather has been on point. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't found that bottle of strain martini I was looking for <laughs> on yesterday's show. That, I'm feeling some type of way uh, about that. But Yes, other than that, you're good though, gorgeous. You're good. good. How was your weekend? My weekend was just as, just as much fun. I've been doing a lot of yard work because I don't get an opportunity to. So I did some yard work. After the show, I got to run to a couple more short stores. I said shorts. A couple more stores to find some stuff I want. I changed out some patio furniture. Well, not the furniture itself, but the cushions. Them cushions sing better days. Ugh. And I did some cutting of the garden. You call it a garden. We call it a backyard. I did some grass cutting, washed my hammocks put them out there, got some outside solar lights. Let me just say, that was hammocks, plural, not just one, hammocks. Yeah, I'm bougie, yo. I'm kidding you not. I'm like, this, my yard, okay? I hate, I don't like to toot my own horn, but, but you're gonna I am blessed to have a nice size yard where I can just do multiple things at one time. And I am the hostess with it most when it comes to having people over so i have two hammocks for in case people want to come over and and chill out then i made a huge man-made fire pit out to where people are sitting on logs around the fire pit then you got a swing and then you come up further closer to the house you have a fire pit for two people on the patio and then you have a patio table and umbrella that lights up that seat six. So yeah, I am the hostess with the mostest. That's what I like to do. I hate to be inside. We might end up doing one of our shows outside when the weather gets really, yeah, really good. That would that be great. Real bougie. I could do that too. Oh my god, yeah. Wait but, till wait till my garden stroke yard is finished though, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you know, we can get people playing in the backyard because then you know. You know, we keep it 100. Alfie might be out there jumping on a trampoline and we still going to be going hard. She might be like this. Hold on, people. Alfie, get your tail down. You might see the mom come out of her. So you never know. You never know. Um, that was my, this is my week weekend in a nutshell. Just a bunch of rest and relaxation. I did try some soups. Is that weird to have soup on a nice day? Yeah. Soup's a winter food. And it ain't even food. It's just a drink in a bowl. You think? Yeah. I, now, I don't know. So maybe someone can comment on this. I've never had uh, Italian wedding soup. Wedding soup? Yeah. 
never heard of it. You it saying was really, really good. Sorry, you saying about people commenting. I just wanted to say we had a comment on Friday on the bottom of Friday's show that apparently you gave us some misinformation about the Sally show and why it was taken off air. Somebody it was Jenny, it wasn't Sally. Jenny, Sally, there both E's wise at the end, whatever. Jenny Jones show. It was the Jenny Jones show. Okay. Well, anyway, what I'm saying is is somebody politely corrected the information that you misgave everybody. So thank you to the person that did that. And this so, is and what I will, we say. And I, will, and I will give the shout out and, and the thanks once I read it. Oh, go forth. But this is why I say, this is why we say, please leave comments because, you know, sometimes- it's our Rich, opinion, folks. Uh, that, that wasn't factual. That was my opinion. I felt sometimes like, Rich does get it wrong. You know, that can happen, but- Hey, I am human. Mm-hmm. Are you? Wow, I thought you were Superman. Anyway, that is our weekend in a nutshell. Now we're going to bring it back. Serious Serious Sunday. Sunday. Now, there was probably going to be a part three, four and five. But for today, we are going back to one of our very first shows, Crime, Guns and the Law. We are doing part two. A, it's our most popular show so far. B, people have asked, can you do another part? C, there is a hell of a lot going down that needs to be discussed. Now, I know for a fact my co-host, Richelicious, is feeling some type of way about this topic. Normally, it's me that's good to blow, but today... He's good to blow. So yeah, number one, before we start, the smoke, man. I'm ready number for one. Before we smoke. start, we just want to say that it's our opinion. Number two, if we have any information that's incorrect, we apologize. Number three, we're good to go. Gun crime, guns, and the law. And I don't know what's in the water lately, but across the country, these cops have been wowing on my brothers and sisters, and I'm just a little exhausted because I am a father of four black sons, very good looking, very intelligent. My co-host here has a young black son who's gonna be in the world here eventually. And the fear is just exhausting. From a man, from a black man's point of view, I'm exhausted with hearing about cops not doing what they're supposed to do as far as protecting us as people, not just as black people, but us as people in general. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why I say this is because I once worked part-time as a security officer. And when I took the security officer class, I mean, when I, when I applied for the job, you had to take certain classes. Now, I took a handcuff class, I took a mace class, I took, you know, uh, um, you know, a, um, what's the EMT joint where you do the whole high neck and all that, chest compressions, choking and all of those. And not one did I see anything in there where they're telling cops to just do stuff just as dirty. Like they, they showed us how to properly handcuff a woman properly handcuffed a male, whether you black, Puerto Rican, short, tall, big, fat, you know what I mean? And they showed you how to properly, you know, put someone to the ground. And as we speak, we're waiting on the verdict 
uh, if you can help me out, because I'm a little hot right now. I can tell. The verdict from uh, the, the cop, and he wasn't by himself, but he is being charged with all of it. The one that put his knee on my man's neck. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. So right we now. mentioned this on Friday. The jury's out at the minute, right? Waiting for a verdict. Everybody's waiting for the verdict. And the thing about this, if you don't know how verdicts work, verdicts can take that same day. It can take 45 minutes. It can take an hour. It can take a couple of days because what happens is with a verdict, everybody has to agree. There's not one per like majority of the, the, the jury has to, has to agree on the sentence. Now uh, uh, across the board, you got people who are boarding up there. Look, I mean, people are really looking for a negative outcome, which is sad to me that, you know, you got cities who are boarding up their, their storefronts, they're boarding up, they're closing early and all this other stuff because they're in fear of riots. But then I'm, not, I'm totally confused behind this because yet we just had the Capitol get stormed and where was the National Guard then? Mm. When was, and this was, and this was six months in the making. This ain't just, this wasn't something that just happened overnight. This was six months in the making that our prior president had endorsed, provoked, no one came to the aid, but yet y'all ready to, you know, inner city, y'all ready to board up everything and, and, and ready to get ready to arrest all of us if shit don't go right. Excuse my language. Mm-mm. I am totally, totally exhausted and frustrated how we have a lieutenant in the army get maced, get, 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 get disrespected. And this man is why they say, they say this in the army and any military, while you're asleep, we're protecting you. I am prior service. The man in the video was a lieutenant who happened to be pulled over and he did everything right and they still disrespected that man. To me, military should be held at a higher regard anyway than law enforcement. So if you see a man in uniform and he's got, and then the man is, this is a minority. This is a man who's got some sense. Yes, he is a black man, but he's got some sense. He pulls over in a littered gas station he didn't pull over on the side of the road. He pulled over in a little gas station so y'all can get it all. He tells you he's afraid. He puts both his hands out the window. They pull him over for a license plate that he happened to just buy that vehicle. And if anybody knows when you buy a vehicle, they give you temporary plates. And sometimes you can put it on your dashboard. You can stick it in your back window. It's not going to be where you want it to be. Okay, let me just say the first thing I think that's wrong about that is the fact that he felt he had to go to a garage before he stopped. Exactly. And I'm tired of like us doing the right thing, but yet they're still made out. We're still made out to be the monsters that they so that their counterparts don't feel bad for doing the wrong thing. Now, 
We also got this in the news. We had a 20-year-old man get shot and say he was it was mistaken. Her gun, her gun was mistaken for a taser. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. I've I got I got a taser gun. I also have handguns. And I've watched loads and loads of movies. I mean, not movies. Of situations where they have actual had cops on TV saying that the way a, a, a taser is put in its holster versus a handgun holster, there's no way you can miss. Yeah, but they're. Too, I mean, I ain't ever held a gun in my life, but I've seen one, and you you fire a gun right, like like this, but the taser you squeeze the thing right. Well, they're they're pretty much the same but it's almost like holding a block versus holding a trigger you know what i mean that's what i mean it's hard to explain to me it still doesn't make sense yeah the lady is facing manslaughter yada 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 she got out on bail got it my man is in court right now waiting to see his fate the the uh the 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 cops who maced the gentleman who is a lieutenant in the military sacrificing his life to peck so that you can walk around on this earth without nobody coming over here tearing your your personal homes up. But I mean, I I saw that video. I've seen it a couple of times. He's actually got his uniform on. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. That's the part that I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not understanding. And this is another thing that's got me fired up to the core because I am a parent of, of young men. And mm-hmm. I've had situations like this in my own neighborhood, which I clear up real fast. There is no mm-hmm. video for this, but I'm gonna give you a situation. Anywho, there was another situation where a man was walking in his own neighborhood, probably talking to a white girl, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. A, a grown ass man walks up to this young man and harasses him. And his wife has the nerve to record it. Him shoving that young man. That young man in the video did not, did not express any type of threat. He didn't cuss that man out, which he, if he had done that in the hood, it'd have been ugly. You know, um, he was in a suburban area. He lived in the neighborhood. My man started shoving him. I'm gonna tell you right now, if that was my son, and I don't put it on a bunch of people's comments, if that was one of my sons and they came home and told me a grown man put their hands on him, trust and believe, uh, where's my shoes? Point them out. Well. I'm with you there. Anybody lays their hands on my son, man or woman, they better be able. I, I can't run, but I will run for that situation. I'm telling you right now, my blood was boiling because I'm looking at that boy and I'm thinking of my sons. I'm mm-hmm. looking at this young man and I'm thinking because I live in a suburban area. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna give you my situation. My sons, they're they're grown now. They're out of school, but when they were attending school and we moved over here. My sons came home one day and my dad, my son was like, dad. And I was like, what? He was like, this man rode up on me. I was like, what man rode up on you? Like for what? And he was like, well, I guess his daughter said that I was 
following her. What I was like, well, how old is the girl? He was like, Dad, I don't even know what the little girl. He said it was a little girl. And but see, the, my son's bus stop was like up the street, like a block up the street, and it's at the top of a hill. So mm -hmm. you have to walk down the hill to get home. So I was like, which house was it? It was Caddy Corner from our house. So like you can come out of my front yard and you look over to your sharp left standing over in the corner. I said, oh, okay, let me put my shoes on. And I went right on over there and see this is how you handle things because like I could have been an asshole, but I didn't know the whole story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I do know I'm riding for mines regardless because mm -hmm. my kids, all kids are innocent. I, Especially we don't talk about some little white girl. Like I we don't get down like that. So I go over there, the deuce happens to be staying outside, little girl on her little bike or whatever. I said, excuse me, sir. He's like, Yes, sir. I said, um, can I ask you a question. I said, Come here, son. <laughs> Did you just follow my son home and ask him a whole bunch of questions about him following a Someone goes, oh no, that I was just, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, we don't do that. Where I come from, we don't do that. Now I'm new in the neighborhood. My name is so-and-so. These are my two sons right here. And if you have any problem, any suspicion, question, anything, you bring it to my attention because I live right there. Please don't ever walk up on my child like that. My child, my child don't do that. You know what I mean? Even if he was in the wrong, you tell my son, you, you the, the only thing you should be able to ask my son is where do you live at, young man? Because I'm going to talk to your parents. Well, yeah, what yeah. happened to the day when you would go and talk to the parents rather than just approach a child in the street? I don't know, because I know when I was coming up, that saying it takes a village to raise a child was a true statement. Mm. We had, I remember spitting sunflower seeds on a young lady, her mama coming off the porch and shaking me loose. And she told me, sit your ass right on that porch. And when your daddy comes around this corner, oh, I'm gonna let him know, you don't do that. You don't do that to the crowd. And I'm just a crying like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. We don't have that anymore because it's more of an isolated society. These kids are in here talking to their friends with earphones, they're not going outside to play. They're not playing hopscotch. They're not playing hide and seek. They're not playing a freeze tag. Parents ain't out here passing the football with their kids like like when my dad and them when I was coming up. You know what I mean? You might have a sprinkle of kids that come out and play a little bit of basketball in the neighborhood. But other than that, it's an isolated society. But the fact being made is, what's 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 wrong with the world today? I mean, like over in England, they don't have guns there. Am I correct? Correct. Now, do y'all have similar situations to what we got going on right now where the cops is drinking something, something's in the cops coffee where they just feel the need to just shoot us young black men and women. You know what I mean? I watched, uh, I watched a show where they raided this lady's house and she was butt naked. She was just coming out of, I don't know if she was coming out of a shower, I don't know. They See now. Got the wrong house mm -hmm. and they got her handcuffs standing her neck and a bunch of men running around her. And she's like, y'all got the wrong house. So after she just said that like 15 times, 
Then they give her a blanket to wrap her up. So she's standing there in front of a, um, amongst strange men, mm. naked in her own house, knowing there's nothing going on. Come on, man. I'm, I'm over now, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen over here, because it does. It's not as, to my knowledge, it, it doesn't happen as much as over there. But, like, I ha I... I'm not naive, you know, but I, up until about, I want to say like 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago, I thought that sort of stuff just happened in films really. Like, and it, it was from years ago, but I remember my friend telling me a story, honestly about 10 years ago. And uh, I can't remember how the story started, but basically He's black, was going on a date with a white chick and they was driving um, back from the city. And uh, he went through, you know, it's red, amber, green uh, traffic lights, right? You lot just have red and green, right? Yeah, we got red, green and yellow. Oh, okay, good. Yellow, so he went yellow, through the light when it was yellow, green, which you're still allowed to do. Anyway, the cops pulled him over. He wound down the window. He said, they said, what, Joe, I pulled you over. And he was like, well, no. They said, well, you've just gone through a red light. He said, I didn't. I went for a yellow light, right? So they said, right, mm -hmm. get out the car, you know, put him on the bonnet. And he was like, yo, what are you doing? With one cop. The other cop went to the passenger side where the woman was, opened the door and said to her, what are you doing with this monkey? You need a real man like us. Started stroking her hair. So he obviously was like, what the hell's going on? So they were like, oh, yo, we can do him. Like, he's aggressive, resisting arrest. So they cuffed him, put him in the back of the car. And he was said was still saying to her, um, you know, don't worry. We'll look after you now. You're with a real man. You don't need a monkey like this, blah, 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 this, that, or the other. Just re skipping a yellow light. So it does happen in here, in this country. I know somebody has happened to. Um, I just don't think it's as uh i don't want to say as often but i mean it's different for you guys because it's all about guns right mm -hmm. so people like that police couldn't get away with being racist like that because i don't know whether it's not filmed as much but obviously in the states mm -hmm. when they got guns they're actually killing people I ain't no. saying that racism, I ain't saying that the police being racist this, over this here is, ain't bad, it is, but the fact that they're actually killing people in the States is probably yeah, why this, see, this is the thing. See, this is the thing. Like, I can sit here and say, oh, they're killing us with no proof. Mm. There is proof out there. There is videos out there that have been flooding to me since I've been saying I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the show where you had a gentleman not too long ago had a weapon on his lap, a white gentleman, weapon on his lap, okay? He's arguing with the cops. If that would have been me or, or one of my brothers and sisters, we'd have been dead. There, would have been, there wouldn't have been a video of him of me riding off with my gun in my lap or threatening to shoot the cop. He's like, man, I will shoot you. You better get away from me. This is mine, guy. He's arguing with the cop. Guess what? The man got this 20 year old man got out of his vehicle. Yeah, he tussled to get back into his car because he felt as though he shouldn't have had to go through all that. Yeah, he might, that might have not been the right thing to do. But did he have a weapon on him? No. But yet you have a gentleman that's caught blatantly sit, a, a, a weapon sitting in his lap. Mm. Okay. 
They're talking to him. The, the, the gentleman who has the weapon in his lap threatened the cop and said, I'll shoot you. And guess what? He's still breathing. Mm. You see what I'm saying? He gets to go home at night. Then they had an, another episode, another situation where a woman is attacking the cop mm. as he's trying to subdue her or whatever. She's putting his hands on him. You don't see her, you don't see him slamming her to the ground. Mm. You don't see him doing none of that. And that's the thing that is frustrating for us males, us black males, us black females, us minority in general, mm. is that they do it, it, it it's, it's, it's almost like a, a double standard. You know what I mean? Like you can, mm. if you black, you automatically labeled as this, as these gangsters or, you know, not being able to be subdued or, you know what I mean? Cause I'm fearful and I'm gonna tell you what fearful of mine is. My kids now are in their twenties. My two oldest boys have kids of their own now. My two youngest are now going into the real world. And when you're a parent, you know what I mean? You can only protect your kids for so long before they venture out into their own. Mm. You know what I mean? I remember my father used to tell me, I boy, I used to pray for you guys all the time. If I were to call my dad, if I were to knock on my dad's door right now at one, two o'clock in the morning, he is going to get up and the worst, he's going to think of the worst mm. because of the situation, the way the world is now. So guess what? Now that has passed down to me because now I have sons who are out here doing their thing, making, trying to make a mark in their, you know, their own path. And I got to worry about getting a phone call or, you know what I mean? See, now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to obviously lie and say that I know what it's like to be in your situation. But I have a son of colour and we've been the wrong side of racist attacks, like, to us. So I, like you, worry about my son when he gets older and goes out into the world on his own, what, you know, what will happen. But... I don't mean to chuck him under the bus again, but I had a conversation with my dad the other day and uh, he got to the point where he, I <laughs> know, <laughs> got to the we point you, where he, he got, we got to the point and he was saying, why don't they ever talk about um, black people killing white people? Cause that does happen. You know, everyone goes on about one inequality. So why don't they ever mention that? And I said, because there isn't an equal balance. That's why, you know, the scales are still tipped, you know, against the favor. Yeah. The thing about, I'm going to tell you one thing about us black folks. Now we did have, we did have that sniper. We did have that black sniper that was running around here a couple of years ago, back in, I, I want to say early nineties, where he was running around here, picking people off, mm -hmm. snipering them, just, just picking people off. You could be going to Walmart mm -hmm. random. He was just killing people random. You have that, but that's very far few in between. Oh yeah. And I ain't okay? going to lie. We had We're one talking about now. Like, we had one a few years ago where two black guys killed um, an army officer, Lee Rigby, in the street in broad daylight. Do you know what I mean? But the world was up in arms about that, you know? And But the thing is, it does go on, but 
It's not. For me, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. Hold on, man. I ain't even finished my sentence. I'm interrupting you now because you're interrupting me. It's um. (sighs) It does go on. No one says it. Don't. No one's saying it. Don't go on. But like I just said, on a scale, Mm. it's unbalanced. It's there's probably there's probably one white person killed by a black person to 10 black people killed by a white person that's where the balance is off yeah and in the bat and to me the balance is off there's no justification there's no justification for you to choke a man for selling cigarettes Mm. there's no justification for running into someone's house and shooting it up and say oh my bad i i thought this was my house like Nobody, it, it, you know what I mean? You just don't shoot people in the back. Like it's, it's becoming an, a, it's becoming a, and I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. It ain't like it's been, it's not been going on. It's just now with the technology that we have, the cameras that now they're enforcing the body cams and stuff like that. You're starting to see a whole lot more now. Okay, but do you see, think- See, back in the day, go ahead. Do do you think okay? Because we're mainly talking about cops, right? Um, let's not get it on dirty cops. Yeah. Do you think that they're getting their just desserts, or because they're in the uh, officer of the law, they're getting off lightly? You know what? Someone said it best. And what's my man's name? We got him on. We follow him on Twitter. The um the the guy that does the late night show from africa what's his name the light-skinned brother what's oh his name? i know uh let me he see if i can it find best. it while you tell it you tell him what you said and i'll see if i okay. can find it he says it best we're all the good apples they keep saying this in the news where oh it's just a couple bad apples where's all the good apples mm-hmm. where's all the cops who were standing there watch there was cops standing around watching that man put his knee on my man's neck where's the cops that's bull rushing him off my man's off my man like yo you're going well, yeah too but far. i can't where are those i will find the guy and put it in the comment but also did let's oh, just take the right george on, let's just take the george floyd thing right the guy who with the knee on the neck totally bang you know mm-hmm. out of order there were other cops. So what happened? Yeah, why? And they stood around. So I know. So what I'm, what I'm saying is, is why didn't they say anything? Because I know for sure if I'm a cop and um, let's just take me and you, right? We're cops on the beat together. You're my partner, you know, like bad boys style. We're out and about doing our cop thing. If you're in the wrong, I don't give a sh- I don't care if you're my partner or not. I'm going to stand back and watch that go down. And and if I say something to you and you still don't do anything about it, you know, at least you tried. You know, they didn't even try. They just stood there. They just stood there. So where, so where, so where is the, the good apples at? Now, I just had a story brought to me about a young lady who, uh, Trevor Noah, that's the gentleman's name. Anyway, uh, kudos to Trevor. He's from Africa over here, like, yo, born in Africa, raised. Now he lives here in the States. And it's blowing his mind that he's seeing this going on. But yet they always want to give a benefit of the doubt. Well, there's there's good apples. They're, they're, they're just bad apples. Where are all the good apples then? Speaking up. 
Mm-hmm. How about y'all say, look, there was a, there was a, what's name that I had just received where there was a young lady who entered, she had a partner. The partner was apprehending a suspect or whatever. He went too far. She intervened. Her own partner punched her in the face. Okay. You know, they fired that woman. They fired that woman. Years later, they, they, they did whatever they need to do, apologize to her, whatever the case may be. Why, though? First, she was just an enemy of the state because she felt as though my man went too far. And I'm just over it. I'm over it. Yeah, but now, then you come, then you come to the to other... Gun- hold on a second. Then you come to the other part in that story. Did they do that because she was a woman? If she was a man, would she still have lost her job? Would that still seem same thing happened? And she was a black woman at that. Her partner was white, a white male. Mm, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But see, that's the thing. There needs to be some rules. You know, in the military, you go through... I'm, I'm, I want to say six weeks of training, okay? And at the end of the day, like they say, you could be training to be, you could be training to be a hairstylist. I could be training to be a mechanic. You know, Joe Splow could be training to be a chef. But at the end of the day, as a soldier, because guess what they tell you? This is what they tell you in the military. Guess what? If that truck breaks down tomorrow, you are an infantryman tomorrow. You know what I mean? If you, if you, if you truck breaks down today, that's your job. If that breaks down today, guess what? Tomorrow you're an infantryman because you out there fighting a good fight. But what I'm saying is there need to be some type of rule set in place for across the board, I'm not just talking about for this state and that state. No, there need to be some type of rules that need to go across the board to where everybody's getting the same. Because I don't think everybody's being trained the same. Because hmm. if that was the case, everybody would be following the same guidelines. I happen to notice in these interviews and everybody, everybody's saying something different. No one's saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm. everything should be dressed right dress if i'm being trained as an officer in philly i should be trained the same way an officer is being trained in new york oh you're saying it's different by state you're saying it's different by state i I feel that's how i'm that's how i'm feeling because i'm listening to all these interviews and people Mm. are saying this and officers are saying that and officers are saying this and well we do this but we do that guess what man there should be some training that goes across the board and then Trust me, man, stop all this, stop all this making excuses. Wrong is wrong, period. Wrong is wrong. I, I'm, I'm so exhausted with people always wanting to point the finger and not just say, hey, he was wrong. You get on TV, you're a captain, you're a chief. Guess what? He was wrong, period. Yeah, that office, that person might have been out of, out of, unless he's firing back at you. Okay. Mm. Yeah, fire back. But even then, I, 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 like I said, I'm gonna go back back to the military. Even then, there's a code of Geneva. Okay. Now I was in the war. All right, and I was told. Okay, 
if I see that man, I see the enemy a hundred yards from me, okay? I cannot shoot that man. I cannot. What I can do is I can give him, a, I can shoot my weapon in the air to give him a warning shot to let him know that I'm here. Even if that, even if that man points his weapon at me, I can't shoot him. You see what I'm saying? You got to, you got to show force, but you still can't shoot that man. And he is the enemy. I know he's the enemy. He knows I'm the enemy. You know, the only way I can shoot that man, if a round comes flying past me or damn near hit me, then I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to go ahead and fire my weapon. Mm. So why is that done in the military? But yet it's not implied on regular but the, 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 the law of the or the way of the cops appears to be shoot first, ask questions later. Mm. Well, if that's going to be the case, then guess what? How come we got we got kids who will go up in the school and shoot them up, but they're they're still alive. We got people that go in and shoot up a church. He's still alive. We just had a gentleman go into a grocery store shoot up six people, six, I think six or seven people in, in Colorado. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. And I am truly, truly for assault rifles being banned. I really am. Handguns, no. Rifles, no. But assault rifles, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. And the reason why I say that is because what do you need? What do you need an assault rifle for? I am not going to lie. Can someone answer that question? I'm not going to lie and say I'm naive. Oh my god, you're literally in some type of way about it. Nobody else can get a word on the whole show. Sorry, people. This is across the pond with Rich today. I don't know. Not being naive. I don't even know what an assault rifle is. Okay, assault rifle is an is an M16 assault rifle and they make them for civilian, for regular people as well. But an assault rifle is what you see in army movies, okay. in war movies, okay? Like a machine gun? Do we need those? On, yeah, machine gun. Do we need those on the street? No, we don't. We don't. For what reason? For what? I, I've, not, I've yet to hear somebody shoot a deer with them, an assault rifle. You know how many rounds and stuff you got to pull out of that animal just so it so you can actually eat it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no need. There, to me, an assault rifle is excessive. Unless you're in war, unless you're in the military, and you're going to a foreign country to protect us, by all means, they're issued to military folk. Mm. Civilian, regular people don't need assault rifles for what? Guess what? The same thing you can use with an assault rifle, a handgun can do the same thing. A shotgun can do the same thing. A rifle can do the same thing. And when you're at, when you're a civil, regular person, handgun for protection of your property and yourself, uh, a rifle for if you are a hunter, you like to hunt deer, anything that you're allowed to hunt with as far as using a rifle. What you need an assault rifle for? For what? I'm gonna have to go on. I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and watch some videos about the different types of guns because 
I mean, like you said, we don't have guns here. The only gun I've ever shot is when I went clay pigeon shooting. Uh, other than that. Yeah, tournaments. Yeah, like even in the Olympics, they have they have gun competitions. Do you see them using an assault rifle? No, it's a pistol. Or like you say, clay shooting. You know what I mean? That's all you need, people. We don't need assault rifles. We okay, don't. Okay, so we talking don't. about... It is excessive. We've talked about guns and crime, so the law. Have you heard about these um, thing in Georgia about boycotting of the voting? I'm so over that. Yeah, but I mean, what's the point of that? You're, if, if you give someone food or water in the queue, then you're breaking the law. I don't, I don't get it. This whole, who, thought, who thought of that? That makes no sense. I... The whole political thing since our prior president has, he has jacked things up. And he, he has jacked stuff up so bad that like, who wants to even vote anymore? Yeah, but I mean, not only that, things like that will have an impact on the economy and stuff, right? Because Major League Baseball teams uh, have moved the game out of Georgia. So that's going to have an impact, right? About money and stuff. Yeah, it's... it's it's crazy that they're going through great lengths because the man lost. He ain't even the president anymore. And so hold on a minute. This law about feeding people or giving them water in a queue for voting came all the way from Trump? I don't know where it came from, to be honest. But this whole new trying to change voting, to me, trying to change voting laws and stuff like that, it only came from our prior president. You got to understand, Georgia was one of the last ones that they were talking about. Uh, it was a scam. Uh, there was some rigged voting. They was moving mailboxes and all that. That's where all that's coming from. But I don't understand why they put so much time and effort and energy into laws like don't feed or give people drink in the queue, otherwise you'll be arrested. Yet there's all this other stuff going on with guns and stuff that is by they the line. Better to do what they want to do is they want to swing your they want to swing your side to me. And this is my opinion, people. They want to swing your attention to something that makes no goddamn sense. To so you won't focus on the what the real problem is. Mm. They the do real that. Problem is. They do that here a lot right that's my opinion folks they do it here a lot too they put in the news what they want you like for example nothing but bloody corona has been in the news for the last year so anything else that goes down and under your attention is on corona not yeah anything else but then they're not but see this is the thing they use their scare tactic for how long mm. scare tactic mm. How many people, look, guess what? The number of deaths are never going to go down. Mm. So why put it on TV? How many people done died? When people die, they just don't stop dying. And then that number goes down. People die every day, okay? So why, how, why don't you put down what, how many people are not being affected and just leave it at that? That would boost people's morale. If, if, if I were to tell you five people have found not to be infected and then I turn around and tell you 15 people died the same day, what are you going to pay attention to? 
Well, yeah, we've said it a million times, this scaremongering, but in this case that we're talking about today, they do put things in the news to take your attention away from stuff that they either don't want you to, to know. I'm telling you, it's just heartbreaking to see the last couple years now that like all you see on the news is there's nothing really good on the news anymore. Like mm. I would love to see some 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 good stuff on the news. Mm. Now we're seeing people preparing for riots or another young man gets shot. Oh, I thought it was my taser. Get the hell out of here with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I don't have anything to do with guns. I've never known, but I would know the difference between a bloody taser and a gun. Yeah. And you don't even own one or know anything about it. You just said it. But you know the difference between a taser and a gun. Come on, man. We are not that. Let me tell you something. I love my people. I love us. I love our style. I love our culture. We change the game in so many ways. But one thing we are not, we are not monsters. Stop making us out to be these horrible people that can't be controlled or can't be talked to. You just got to shoot us. To, 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 to calm us down. Are you serious? I, we just had a gentleman in Texas, okay? The cops shot him right in his front yard. And they told him, don't shoot him. He has a mental illness. We, he just came from the VA the day before. He was having an episode. They called the cops to try to calm him down. They told them, what he has a mental illness. He's just riled up right now. This is what we need your help for. They shoot that man instead. That man didn't have a gun in his hand. Yeah, is he a big black man? Is he is he probably screaming some irate stuff? Probably. But guess what? You don't there was no need for you to shoot him. Mm. This man has a family. And see, this is the thing that really upsets me. You're killing our young black people and not understanding that these people come from somewhere. These people have mothers and fathers and sisters and children of their own. And y'all take no consideration of that at all. None whatsoever. And I'm telling you, they need to start cracking down on, you know, the, the, the way they're training these cops. I don't want, and you know, the big thing now is defund the police. No, I'm not defunding no police. I'm not defunding no police. I grew up with police. I wouldn't know how, you might as well just say martial law then. You know what I mean? I mean, y'all can give me the history lesson on police all day long. I've run into some pretty nice police officers. I've run into some fairly nice police officers in my own neighborhood, in the inner city that will give you the shirt off day back. And yeah, do we have some assholes out there? Yeah, and they're getting the limelight that's making the good ones look bad. But what we're saying is, okay, then if they're making you look bad, then how about you good cops stand up for yourselves then? I'm not going to lie. Any interaction that I've had, I call them the old Bill, with the old Bill, the police. Old Bill. They've been useless. I'm not going to lie. Totally useless. So... Some of them have. That's just my, okay. That's just my opinion. They have been of zero help to me when I've needed it and to my mother in an instance that she had when she needed it. They've been useless. Now, we've had guests on the show, right? And I'm not mentioning names, so I'm just going at it. But 
I know somebody who is a policeman. So I said, let me ask, see if he'll come on and be a guest on the show, because obviously yeah. then we can have it. Do you know what? Only the other day I spoke to him again. I said, listen, do you come and be a guest on the show? He said, honestly, no, I wouldn't. He said, A, because I don't want to get in trouble if obviously it's going to go on the show, right? So anything he says, he doesn't want to get in trouble with his work for saying stuff that he shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't, whatever, right? Number one. Number two, mm-hmm. number two, he said people that he's grown up with and known all his life, some of them don't even know he's a cop because he doesn't want any backlash to come back to him uh, because obviously people see cops because of these bad cops or people see cops in a bad light. Then obviously if he has to arrest a criminal or anything like that, he doesn't want them to find out where he lives. So he's looking out for his family's safety. So he said, I'm really sorry in this instance. No, I wouldn't be prepared to come and answer. He said, if we've got questions, we can send them to him and he would look at answering them. But for those reasons, A, he doesn't want to get in trouble with his work for saying the wrong thing. B, he don't want people to know he's a cop. C, he's protecting his family. Well, then guess what? I'm putting it out there. You got some retired cops out there. We got some retired firemen out there. We got some retired EMT. Okay, now I'm taking teams, it back. I'm taking it, I'm taking it back. They don't have to be retired. Anybody who's a cop that is prepared to come and talk to us on the show, step mm-hmm. on up. We want to hear what you've got to say, whether you think you're a good cop, whether you think you're a bad cop, whether you agree with these, uh, whether you think you can justify what's going on with the cops nowadays, or whether you agree with us. We want to hear what you've got to say. Yeah, I want to hear, I want to hear, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear a good cop's opinion on these bad cops. How about that? But nobody's going to come on here and say they're a bad cop and out themselves, are they? So that's just no, a silly just thing saying, to say. Even if, even if he is a bad cop, I don't care. I want to. I want to hear a cop's point of view. And that's what I just said. Cops. Anybody, retired or non-retired, I know one cop, and I've asked him, and he said no. Yeah, because I, I just feel like it's just getting way out of hand, and what, and it never. It, I'm telling you, this is how the world has always been. It always takes something drastically to happen for them to change something. You see what I'm saying? And it's sad it has to be that way. Something drastically has to happen for something to change. Mm-hmm. And that's the shame. Well, we can put it out there, put it out there again. I'll we'll send it out on all our social platforms. I want, you- I want I want I want some con- I want some feedback on this one, yo. Because I put a post out there that, you know. And then there's a lot of social media talking about there's this TikToks where they were like, no, I have a black son. Did you see that yet? Um, I'm not sure. On TikTok, watch. It, it's a new like soundbite where they got people having their son's video on them. And it's a narrator like, yo, I have a black son and I'm going to protect him with any means necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to try if you see it, send it to me. I'll make one of them videos. But anyway, exactly. we're going to end up going way over because you're feeling some type of way about this subject. Like we can tell he's very passionate. We're both passionate about the subject, but tired. We're tired. Right. But we need we need to wrap it up. So yeah. we'll put it out there again. Any cops retired, not retired, good cop, bad cop. Whoever you are, we want to hear. Cop in general. It don't matter if you're good or bad. We just want to hear male, female, black, white. Any cop, 
We want to hear from you. We've got some questions. If you want to know what sort of questions we're going to ask you, listen to this episode of the show. That might give you some insight, number one. Yeah, because we don't give up. We don't do We do not do scripted questions. No, but... there is no script. We ain't got a script ourselves. We just wing it. Um, right. Can you, can we, can we, now that we... We're wrapping the show up. Can you can you give us some some lighter news? <laughs> yes, this banging episode we've just done is our fiftieth show. Five zero, beep beep, brap, brap, brap. so we are going to. We haven't really thought much about it because we only just dropped it before the sh- we we went on air. So, but we're yeah. going to do a giveaway to celebrate doing 50 shows because I feel like that's a milestone. Man, that's halfway to 100. No, I mean, episodes. I feel like we're on law and order. Dum dum. 100. <laughs> so, yeah, Crossover 50, <laughs> 50 shows. We're going to do a giveaway. And yes. one last time, we're going to say if you want to order Reflections by Richard Payne Sr., message us. You can get it for ten dollars for the next yes. twenty-four hours. Hold on, hold on. You show him the book. There you go. Uh, and he will even sign it for you if you were choir. Yeah. So know anybody know that's got a birthday you, coming up? Ten dollars for a birthday gift? That's cheap, man. Yeah. And I just want to thank again everybody who did chime in on our live, and you know, party with us and actually called out numbers and I got to read some of it. So it was a good time. It was us. It was a really good time. So that being said, this is Soph. This is Rich. And we are from across the Have a lovely week, Rich. Oh, you too. Thank you. Yep. Yep.